0: Hello, this is Norma Sheehan from the Heal Your Hole podcast, asking you to heal my hole for a change, the hole in my pocket. It's just a small one-off payment, no subscriptions, takes 30 seconds to do apparently, so you need to follow the support this show link in the show description, and every payment increases my healing power, so I can continue to tend to your lazy holes, hairy holes, needy holes, itchy holes, money holes, smelly
1: holes, arseholes. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place.
0: Hello and welcome to episode number 22 of the Heal Your Hole podcast with myself Norma Sheehan where we will look at all the various holes in your life, physical, mental, spiritual, emotional, financial, comical, sexual and we we'll give them all a good thing too. Last week we did birth holes, that was great, we spoke to Kate Alaney, a midwife and heard about all her funny stories and we spoke to a few first-time dads and Amy Huberman, my friend, announced during the week that she was pregnant I'd say she's about to deliver any day, she hid it well, skinny old bitch but yeah, of course she couldn't announce it last, week, so yeah, I could have got her on. Not to worry, I'll get her on again about piles or something, whatever her uh, her post-pregnancy uh, symptoms are. So this week we're doing Hole in the Head. And this was inspired by a few stories I heard from people who actually had holes in their head. But before we deal with those, um, for me, the term hole in the head is something I say when someone says something, do you want to do something? And it's the last thing I want to do, I say Yeah, sure. Like a hole in the head. So it's the opposite of get up off your hole and get on with it. And I heard this thing that Pat Dively said, I may have mentioned this before, he's an amazing podcaster and motivational speaker and he always says, eat the frog. So eat the frog means the thing you don't want to do, get it out the way early in the day. So if you know you have to eat a frog tomorrow, eat it for breakfast so you're not thinking about it all day. And it's the same with, like my go-to gear would be Yeah, sure, like a hole in the head, but then I have to turn it around and say, get up off your hole and get on with it. And I realised actually that some people have never heard of this phrase. Yeah, right, like a hole in the head, because I went out and about today to do a hole in the head quiz. Do you know what? It's the first quiz I've ever done and it was a disaster, but sure, I'll let you have a listen anyway see I don't like anyone to lose so I wanted everyone to win so I made it the easiest quiz possible but it turned out I met a few people who didn't even know what hole in the head meant anyway I didn't bother recording those idiots. so here is the quiz <laughs> I did with some people in my local supermarket today hi there what's your name uh John hi John I was wondering would you take part in my quiz hole in the head
1: yes I will yeah.
0: now if you get the three answers right you can pick either a packet of hula hoops or a packet of polo mints the mint with the hole so question number one you have to say like a hole in the head is the answer mm-hmm. would you like to work for Dino Rod the sewage company
1: like a hole in the head right
0: would you like to be Boris Johnson's dentist
1: like a hole in the head
0: <laughs> uh, would you like to get a Covid test pipe stuck
1: up your nostrils Uh, not particularly like a hole in the head
0: like a few (laughs) I thought you were going to get it wrong there grand alright well you are our winner today would you like hula hoops or polos
1: you're alright
0: go on pick one
1: Uh, I'll have polos
0: polos. Hi there, would you mind taking part in a quiz, uh, my quiz like a hole in the head?
1: Absolutely, no worries.
0: Okay, you have to answer every question with like a hole in the head and if you answer all three questions correctly you win some polo mints or hula hoops, okay? Sounds great. Sounds great, okay. Would you like to sit the leaving and start again?
1: Like a hole in the head.
0: Would you like to be Trump's colonic irrigationist?
1: Like a hole in the head. <laughs>
0: would you like to work for the hsc
1: like a hole in the head
0: great you're our winner which uh, which would you prefer
1: some lips. okay you
0: so i've um, i've met a lovely girl here she's going to do the quiz the hole in the head quiz so if i ask you a question you have to answer with like a hole in the head and if you win you get hula hoops or pollaments okay so what's your name like a hole in the head <laughs> very good very good would you like to um snog trump like a hole in the head. <laughs> Would you like to drink bat soup?
2: Like a hole in the head.
0: <laughs> Would you like to do a pedicure on Hall Martin? Like a hole in the head. <laughs> Brilliant, you're our winner. Would you like hula hoops or polos? Polos. Polos, okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm such a soft touch. And the prizes were shit anyway. And I looked crazy. Like I hadn't even showered. And I'm going up to people. It looks like I have a belly clav on. You have the sunglasses. Baseball hat and the big mask over your face, and you're asking them, Will they talk to you? Fuck's sake. So, I have a question in here from someone. They sent the question in via healyourhole.com and they say, I have to do my tax returns. I want to do them like a hole in the head. I absolutely understand how you feel, but just do them because otherwise you're worrying. It's better to know how much you owe, right? Otherwise you're worrying about a debt that you haven't even received. Now you know there's gonna be a debt there. But it's better to know the figure, so just get the returns done, get the figure, and, and and you know what, the country's in such a state. I think they might even be moving the date out this year. Do you know? I'm not completely finished mine, but I've had a good start on them. So you've no excuse for not filing them because we've very little to file. But also we've had so much time to do it, most of us. And I have another question in here from a woman. She said, my teenager is going to college, but wants to stay at home. And I want her to stay at home like a hole in the head. Oh God, I know it's COVID, like you don't want them to go away either. But my mother was so brilliant with this. Again, I might've said this before, when she saw those CAO forms, uh, whatever those forms, they might be called something different now. It's when you fill out a form after you leave and start to go to college she didn't care if we did basket weaving once it wasn't in Cork get out of the county get out of the province or get out of the country just go and and, and get a course somewhere else we'll make it work but the less you see of a child in their teens and beyond the better that's what I believe anyway and it makes them grow up too they won't be meowing around your fridge and your washing machine And you know what? Make them get a job to cover their own costs. Because, like, if they stay with you, they'll probably still get a part-time job and they'll use it for drugs and drink. Make them get an even harder job to survive elsewhere. You know, I did numerous jobs when I was in Dublin and London. And you do, you just find the money. And I have a few of my own, like a hole in the head situations here as well. Um, Tonight, for example... PTA Zoom call with uh, one of the kids' schools. Yeah, first of all, PTA meeting. Everyone knows what that is Parent Teacher Association. Zoom, everyone knows what that is. Yeah, two combined, like like a hole in the head, exactly. It was gorgeous, absolutely gorgeous. Perfect on Zoom. I was on mute, I was visually on mute. I got the kitchen tidied, I put the oaks in my ear, the earpods in my ear, I could hear the whole thing for an hour and a bit. Didn't have to go to the school. Didn't have to even get dressed, and I heard every word of it just pottering around cleaning the place. So, you know, like a hole in the head was wrong. Just got up off my hole and did it. The other day, the car was flashing up transmission, transmission. Okay, it'd been flashing for about a couple of months, and I was like, oh, I'm getting that fixed now, like a hole in the head. Don't have the money for it. Anyway, finally went out, got it seen too. They were throwing figures around, and it turns out it's covered. Most of it's covered. Warranties, this, that, the other, a recall of this. I was like, what was I worried about a couple of nights ago I had to do a show in Kildare in Nace and again because of the restrictions we had a certain amount of tickets sold so I had to do two shows in the space of a couple of hours and yeah I was like do I really want to do that like a hole in the head do a comedy show to a handful of people did it brilliant great night out brilliant got up off my hole and did it I have one coming up in Dundrum in October I mean we're probably going to have to do four shows for what would have been one show yeah like a hole in the head but get up off your hole and get on with it today um, I had to deal with a situation where there actually is holes in the head I'm not going to name schools or people or whatever because it's kind of a private thing but um, head lice is back in Dublin anyway it is back we would six months to eradicate it and it is back okay my kids don't have it but I've heard it is not far away. It is on the fricking way. Sick other ucking people couldn't get rid of those eckers during Covid. No, no it's back. And those little eckers eat into your scalp and suck your blood while you're asleep. That's what they do. That's how they live. And then they run around and have is it 90 babies and then they die. Disgusting. But that's not really life threatening. What was more life-threatening was um a couple of years back my husband thought I tried to kill him and I actually thought he tried to kill me too it was when the kids were younger you know that phase where you kind of would hope that one of you dies so that the mortgage is paid off yep so he ran up the stairs and at the top of the stairs we have this styro thing it's an attic ladder so it falls down anyway it was halfway down he ran up the stairs and the top of his head ran up into the pointy part of the styro wooden stairs that was half open. Now he wasn't knocked out but he was bad and he thinks I left it open to try and kill him. Now not long after I was in the kitchen and I reckon he loosened one of the presses up high because I opened one really heavy one like it was about you know maybe two foot by two foot big solid one and it came off the hinges and smashed me in the head I had a lump the size of an egg you know had to get x-rays and all that but I had a big lump for like a year it took to go away and um, yeah anyway neither of us died but (laughs) on a more serious note the two people I do know that um, could have died they're not going to speak on here but one of them had a tumour removed from the back of his head kind of where the neck meets the head about the size of a small leg so like a golf ball and I saw a picture of it after it came out um, and not a bother like that was an elective operation and this other guy I met he was so bad after his accident that they put a blanket over him at the side of the street and pronounced him dead until they realized he wasn't dead because his head was actually split open. There was such a hole in his head. Two years, they were still pulling bits of glass out of him. He went through his truck window and his head was wrapped around a pole. So that was his story. So basically, that's a proper hole in the head. So next up, I'm going to ring a woman. I've never spoken to her before, who deals with these actual real life situations where she works in a brain surgery team in Cork. So I'm just going to give her a ring out of the blue. I got her number from a friend and i um, sure if she doesn't talk to me, she know me, I'll ring someone else.
1: Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank.
0: Hello. Hello. Is that Lauren by any chance? Yeah. Hi, how are you? Do you mind taking a call for a podcast? Um, I'm doing a podcast called Hole in the Head. And your friend Marielle gave me your number because she said you're working in theatre at the moment. Where are you working at the moment?
2: Uh, I'm in C.U.H. C.U.H.
0: Right. Um, I'm absolutely intrigued. You know, we all say, oh, God your job isn't brain surgery, it isn't this, that and the other, but you actually work in this environment. What is it like, Lauren?
3: Well,
2: for myself, it's very enjoyable. Um, very interesting. I've, I recently changed hospitals. I was working in another local cork hospital as well before, where I was uh, a theatre nurse for scrubbing and spinal surgery. And now I've moved over and I'm doing neuro. So I still do the spine, but doing neuro brain brain surgery as well. Very interesting, fascinating stuff. And it's a, a good opportunity for me to start learning more things and updating my skills.
0: Wow, because it's obviously a very serious job. How do you park your job when you go home?
2: You, I'd say it's the same as any job, really. You you have to go in, you separate yourself when you go into work. Any problems at home, you leave at the door and you just commit yourself to your to work every day. Obviously, there's stressful situations, but... Especially, I think the type of personality you are helps helps you through the stress and the crucial moments. And then there's obvi- it's not obviously stress a hundred percent of the time.
0: Yeah. Is it massively it is it massively rewarding when there is just miracle stories and you save people's lives?
2: Yeah, hugely. Um, to know that you're helping people every day is hugely rewarding and obviously there's some sad parts as well but that's why you get into nursing you you want to help people and i find theater nursing really rewarding um people come in with a broken bone or a, a tumor growing and you operate on them you take things out you fix things you put things in and then hopefully make them better and they carry on and go on with their lives.
0: Wow, so some of the operations are emergency and some are planned.
2: Elective, yeah. Elective.
0: Wow. And obviously it, it, it changes throughout the day, does it, depending on what arrives in the door?
2: Yeah, definitely. It's the same with any hospital. You have elective lists, so planned surgeries throughout the day. But obviously everybody understands if there's an emergency more often than not it would overrule and you'd always want to see the emergencies done in quick time. Okay. Um, and but ha- with theatre, it's a, it's a well-oiled machine. Everything's planned very well, down from admitting the patients to anaesthetics, putting the patients to sleep, the operation itself. It's all a big machine that works well, lots of cogs turning.
0: And does there have to be massive trust between the team that are working together in the theatre?
2: Yeah, definitely. Everybody relies on each other, really. And we all back each other up as well. Okay. Um, from, from the patient coming into theatre, you're all there. You, you do different checklists. And you initially start the list and the case as a team. And then as you go through, the surgeon will rely on the scrub nurse. The scrub nurse will rely on the other nurses on the floor. The anaesthetist is there and he has a team with him. But it's all one big team within the theatre. You you have to be able to rely on each other and trust each other as well. Yeah.
0: Is it helpful at the moment that there can't be a load of family hanging around or is it worse, you know, with Covid, you can't have, you know, family in the corridor having meltdowns and asking you 60 million unhelpful questions?
2: For us in theatre, we wouldn't really necessarily see that that much. OK. Due to sterility of the theatre non-essential people are kept quite minimal, the only time you would really have a family member within the theatre is if it was a child that was being operated on. Okay. Other than that, the family member may come to the, the reception area where the patients are checked in previous to theatre, um, or they may be brought down to the recovery unit after the after the operation and when the patients wake up. Okay. Uh, and you, just, to, just to help when they're waking up. Really. If
0: you have a particularly traumatic day, do you have somewhere you can offload? Do you have somewhere you, someone within the profession that you can talk to to release?
2: Um, we, we tend to talk to each other, really. Okay. Um, if there was a particularly hard case, then as a team, there would be a team debrief. And okay. there's the the management team are very good. If, there, if anybody particularly suffered during a case, then there's definitely... Members of the team that we can talk to and external members of the team if if you needed further counseling or
0: anything
2: like yeah. that like
0: um, i I'll, I'll be honest with you um I, I can barely deal with if my child gets a Veruca or something, and even <laughs> even the the thoughts of you in the theater and someone poking inside someone's head it's just i find it very difficult and i'm not I'm not a complete squeamish crazy person, but I just think you're phenomenal what you do. Um, particularly for the head is the the head the head is the most like like that is a piece of china compared to the rest of the body really is it
2: it's incredible really the surgeons I have a huge amount of respect for them Um, but it's the same with any any part of the body it's what they do is incredible, and I feel very privileged to be a scrub nurse and work alongside them. Um, well, the fascinating work, and to be part of that is, is pretty incredible.
0: Now, you, I know you you don't sound like you're from Cork, so um, how, how, are you, how are you? How are you finding Cork, and how did you end up in this in this uh, crazy country?
2: Uh, I actually love it here. Um, I'm originally from the UK. I kind of lived in England and then Wales. But I came to Cork for love. I, I met my partner, my fiancé, and moved over here to be with him. And I haven't looked back. I've been here nearly three years and I love it over here. It's, it's a wonderful country, lovely people.
0: Okay, well, thank you for taking my call um, for right. my podcast, which is called Hole in the Head. And um, Lauren, you've been so helpful. I'm genuinely in awe of people like you, was particularly during 2020. People are finally realising you know what the medical profession actually do so that was Lauren Hope Houghton from the CUH hospital in Cork from the operating room and she seems thrilled to be living in Ireland I'd say she wants to go back to Boris land like a hole in the head so next week we're going to do Naughty Hole because there's um, a nurse who's been on this show before and she is going to come on and talk to us about all our Naughty Hole's and give us a bit of a give us a bit of a talking to, and I've a few other rascals as well I want to talk to, so we'll have a bit of um, tongue and cheek next week, hopefully. So if you enjoy the episode today, tell your friends. If you didn't shut your hole, and please do share it on the blah 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 blahs, and send me your queries and um, screenshot and spread the word. That would be great. And uh, yeah, till next week. Thank you
2: very much.